Hello. Hello. Welcome to a, another episode, a slightly delayed episode of Load of Old Waffle. What do we waffle on about on this show, Kay? Film, TV, the latest news. Chris Pratt, other stuff, uh, Angela Bassett and all the things she's done. Angela Bassett. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll mention that. Um, I'm Mike. Uh, Sorry uh, for the bad impression as well. <laughs> <laughs> I've not even had a drink. Uh, we are this week... We're looking at the final trailers for Creed 3 and John Wick Chapter 4. We're looking at the Ted Lasso teaser and the trailer for Air. Then we'll be talking about uh, the Ant-Man's box office return in its opening weekend. A variety article about how mediocre film could be saving cinema and whether we agree or not. Uh, Emma Corrin has been cast in Deadpool 3, uh, Ted Lasso's Season 3's release date. A rumour about Tom Holland and the future of the MCU. And then we'll be reviewing Plane and Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania otherwise known as it's a smart ant isn't it it's a smart smart ant yep Yep. I have heard a lot of people refer to the film as that mm-hmm. so it's catching good on. that you cleared up that confusion it's, ca- it's catching on yeah. uh, as always we start this show with some trivia for Katie Woo! are you ready hit me with it so uh on, on general, for any new first-time listeners, uh, Katie doesn't win. She has to get two out of three Sorry? right to win. In general, she does not. If you did Tell one time scrubs, pull a miracle Mike. out of her ass, but that I was it. I messed with the script as the beam, Mike. Question one. 192, everyone. Name I got that right. the pilot, played by Scottish hunk Gerard Butler, in plane. Uh, Brody Torrance. I'm amazed you got Brody. I thought you got Torrance. I did not think you'd get Brody. Well done. You set, you set the bar very low for me. I'm impressed. I did, I had to Google what his first name was. I couldn't remember. Well, we did, we unlocked that this morning like. as well. Uh, name me seven Ant-Man characters, please. Uh, Ant-Man? Ooh, what's his name, though? Uh, Scott. Oh, ooh, a last name. Oh, God, I can't remember his last name. Can't remember it. We'll, we'll go for Cassie. Okay, what's Cassie's last name? That's not fair. <laughs> They're the same last name. I don't know, Mike. Okay, I'll I'll take I'll take Scott and Cassie. Scott and Cassie, Hope. What's her last name? Why are you being a dick? <laughs> Scott, Cassie, and Hope. Go on. Um, there is more. That though there are more. Yeah. Hank. Hank, nice. Um, you must know his last name. I don't know why you do this to me. Obviously, I don't know. I die. Wow. Well, okay. Um. That's four. Hank. I was going to say, that's a big one you're missing out, yeah. What's his last name? The Conqueror. No, no, it's Smith. <laughs> it's Kang Smith. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, was that four or five? That was five. Okay. Five. Two to go. Don't even get I can't this remember what Michelle Pfeiffer called. She was boring. Boring Michelle Pfeiffer. Cannot accept that, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, dang it. You're missing uh, out another fairly obvious one. Uh... Uh, we see, we see his bum. We see his bum. We see his bum. Yeah, it was a weird moment. Fucking hell, something's not right with me. I don't, I don't know, Mike. You, you, you tapping out? I don't want to tap out. It's a bit boring for the listeners. Yeah, it is. So you tapping out? Um, you were missing Modoc, whose bum we see. Oh, uh, the it's egg. Being built. Also, to accept the egg. Yeah, the egg. Uh, Janet is okay, Michelle Pfeiffer's character. Janet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there were several others as well who I can't remember either. That's Not why I did that. seven. Uh, and then the final question. So it's one one. Uh, how many stomachs does a cow have? Three. 
Two. One. It's what the misconception is that it has four stomachs when really, I googled it, it's just four sections of the same stomach. Well, that was fun. Moving on. So I win. So that's another point for Mike. You win. Uh, what what trailer do you? Oh, in fact, I get to pick what trailer to talk about first now, don't I? Yep. Uh, let's start with Ted Lasso. This is a nice little teaser. Oh. I'm excited for it. Me too. It was it's a cute. A trailer. nice kind of little reminder of just how warm and cheery the show is. Yeah, it's like just a, easy watching, light-hearted, nice show. I love Ted Lasso. Yeah, like a telly hug. Like season a, two a warm hug good, from your telly. But it's like a warm hug from the telly. I'm, ex- I'm excited to watch it again. I agree season two wasn't as good, but I like that they've given it a bit more time. Because I feel like season two was rushed after season one. Because mm. again, we were still kind of in COVID. And mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like they've taken a bit of time. Because I think this is also going to be the last season. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they've kind of got to stick the landing, haven't they? I like trailers like this, where they, they kind of give you nothing. Mm. Except like a little warm hug. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if that's actually a scene from the show. Yeah. But it's not giving any of the plot away. Oh, it's nothing. It's just, you know... Remind you that it's coming, and that, I'm glad about that. I nice. like that. I like that Roy Kent wrote his just in normal, just like normal yeah, handwriting. Yeah, and he goes, I'm angry. Ugh. I always think Roy Kent looks like, um, you know, when you play FIFA or something, and the yeah. characters are, are like so realistic. Oh well, there was a uh, it was a rumor going around that he was entirely made of CGI. Well, yeah, he look he does look like CGI. Yeah. That was a, like a theory, and he has to go on talk shows and say, "No, I'm real." Stop. That was genuinely a Twitter theory. Yeah. My brain is like. All over the place. <laughs> All the electrolytes are just clicking everywhere in my brain. Everything's making sense. If only you'd seen that theory at the time. How did I not see the theory because at the time? You could have joined the community of, uh, of people who believe that. I wonder if my brain was like in an alternate world and did see it and I dreamt about it. There's the flat earthers, there's the uh, the aliens built the pyramids, and then there's Roy Kent CGI. Yeah. Real Happens name. To be in that camp. That's why he doesn't have a real name, that actor. He's <laughs> just called Roy Kent. CGI. Yeah, CGI man. Uh, which other do you want to talk about? I would like to talk about Creed 3. Creed 3. Excited. Uh Get that out of the way early. <laughs> if you want to know why, then to Ice Cream 2 commentary when that comes out. Um, yeah, very good trailer. Much better trailer than the first trailer, I think. Because mm-hmm. it gives you kind of more of a where Adonis is actually at in his life. Because he's retired, clearly. Because mm-hmm. he says he's had three years out the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Jonathan, I'm just going to call him Kang. Then Kang shows up. The beefiest man you've ever seen. Oh my god. Ridiculous. It must (laughs) be so hard to maintain that physique. He makes Michael B. Jordan look small. Yeah, he does. It's unbelievable. There's no way Creed would beat him. But then again, you wouldn't think Ants would beat him. Uh, Spoilers for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, but we'll get there. Um, (laughs) No, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, me too. It looks so good. I think it will kind of grow without having Rocky in it as well. I don't think Rocky like negatively affected either of the first two, but I think it's nice to like, let yeah. the character stand fully on his own now. Yeah. Um, I one... am worried in the sense that with the opposite of what we said about Ted Lasso. I feel like I know the full plot already. Well, it does yeah. worry me. Obviously, well, you don't know who's going to win. Well, I well, imagine Creed will win, but yeah, it looks like... Third act anyway, the, so... It looks like him and uh, Jonathan Majors were kids together. Got arrested yeah. for something. Creed but then didn't go down. Creed obviously had the money. His mum bailed him out, and I imagine yeah. Kang didn't. And then he gets out, and then Creed feels bad. So he gets him a fight, and then he kills the guy in the ring, it looks like. And yeah. then Michael Jones like, I'm going to stop you myself. Yeah. And I've also directed this one. It's really impressive. <laughs> I'm excited to see him direct. I'm excited. It's a cool, it's a cool um, debut project. 
Yeah, looking forward to this. And it's cool because obviously Ryan Coogler directed the first one. I think he's still a producer on these. So we'll have had his advice throughout. Obviously Ryan Coogler who did both Black Panther films, uh, Creed, Fruitvale Station. Very, very good director. Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, one thing that does bother me about it is in the first film, um, she's called Tessa Thompson, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Her character is going deaf, like imminently going deaf. She only has oh. a matter of time. And then it just seems like they've forgotten about the deaf storyline. Oh. I can't remember if she was deaf in two or not. I think she had hearing not aids visible in two. visible hearing aid either. From I think right she from had hearing trailer. aids in two. But yeah, I kind of hope that, it, I hope that, well, it sounds mean, but I hope that she's still deaf. Well, Not just forget someone's deafness, yeah. yeah. Um, Interesting, yeah, we'll keep that up. <laughs> That's a funny clip, just to take out of context. I hope she's still fucking deaf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your pick? Um, John Wick. John Wick. You've Chapter seen four. none of these. I've seen none of them, but I'm excited for it. I think they look good. The, like, the, the best like bit the of this trailer. Like the happy dog at the end? Yes, you did like the happy dog at the end. This trailer was made for me by that fight scene when they're like in the middle of the road. Yeah, under um, the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, Min, sick. really good. Um, yeah, that really sold me on it. There's there's bits in the John Wick films I don't love that are kind of coming in the sequels, like uh, the suits are bulletproof, stuff like that I don't love. Well, it's a bit too much. It takes a bit garbage. of the tension away from oh, right, gun yeah. scenes. Okay. Um, and this one's got a really long runtime. I think it's like pushing, I think it's like two and a half, maybe pushing three hours. No. Yeah. Um, no John Wick I, that, didn't I love want the at least one. 45 minutes of that to be the German Shepherd I think the first one's like 95 minutes first one's well good we will cover it in our drinking commentaries which come out every Thursday and follow us on Twitter at Sweet Films Out when's John Wick out? John Wick oh definitely this year <laughs> uh, April this it's year. out April April okay I'm just excited to watch number one one of the days in April woo and could our last trailer first, could be the last uh, Air which Air. is it's very exciting because it reunites Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, who uh, have they worked together since Goodwill Hunting? Oh, I, I, no can't, idea. I can't I've say off the top it. of my head. Um, but they're, you know, like best friends in real life, both great actors. Ben Affleck's a very good director as well. Uh, obviously made Argo. Um, I'm really excited for this. It looks no, really nothing good. Nothing about it at all. It, rem- it looks similar to like the founder, like a true story you don't really know anything about. Yeah, but there's and just you probably a lot don't of juicy need to, stuff but in you'll there. enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could. You could easily have lived without knowing that a bloke, you know, stole the McDonald's idea from two brothers, and he was horrible. But it's a great story. But it is a great I'm story. I'm glad to know yeah. about it now. Yeah, it's a fun I'm bit sure of trivia. I'm sure same about this. Yeah, I'm really looking um, forward to it. Jason Bateman as well. Just love him. Yeah, absolutely love him. That bit when he's like. That's a look. Yeah. Cool, isn't it? The baitinator. The baitinator, yeah, that's what he does. He baits the women in. Mm, With those locks. He looks like Prince Charming. He does look like Prince Charming, but uh, brunette. But brunette, yeah. They call him the baitinator because when he goes out with his single friends, they throw him into a crowd (laughs) of women and then he reels the women in and then the single friends, you know, pick off some of the weaker ones. (laughs) Baitinator. Baitinator, yeah. Baitinator, you're free tonight. (laughs) You're free tonight. It's been a while. Please, mate, I'm desperate. I'm absolutely desperate. Oh, fine. He pulls off his, like, cap and just reveals his locks. <laughs> the women locks. come running. <laughs> they all come running, Mike. No one can resist the baitonator. If you if you really wanted to be a good friend, the baitonator, though, he would chop that lock off and give it to, like, his bald friend. Oh, no, because that would, um, that's like Rapunzel. If you cut the hair, it, it, all the power goes away. And it also risks a moment, like, if the wig falls off and then it's like SpongeBob when that guy's like, bald, bald. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, looks good. good. Job, looks Jason. fun. Keep the wig. What a cast as well. Mm-hmm. Like Viola Davis is in it. Crazy. Know, so good. Chris Tucker, obviously the three that we mentioned, just class. We probably left some people out. Uh, yeah, very exciting. Uh, news. 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 I want to go straight into the BAFTAs, please. Okay. Uh, do you want to talk about any of the actual results or just the kind of the awkwardness of it? I want to talk about, is she called Ariana DeBose? I think so. I think that's how you pronounce it, yeah. Mint. Love it. Can't stop singing. Angela Bassett did the thing. See, Whatever the thing is, I don't know, Mike. But there, I'm pleased to hear about it. Fl- I can't stop singing it. I love it. It is. It is. I, I thought it was bad at first, and then it has been stuck in my head. I'm sorry um, for singing it at the start. I didn't do it justice. I don't think the performance is bad. I just why did he make? Why did he do stuff like that at the start of these things? I actually Who we wants we actually it? Um, watched it afterwards as well, and I feel I feel really bad for her because she shouldn't be getting all the abuse on Twitter. It's not fair. No, it's not. But it does the clip does sound so much worse. When it's isolated on Twitter. Yeah, because they take it out and, like, she hasn't performed beforehand. So that it, it, yeah, it makes really, a lot more it's sense. It's really unfair. Um, the uh, lyrics but just, yeah, better, every award show, just stop it. Just don't. Just don't. Why do can't some just do funny. their own BAFTAs, as well? right? Just make a funny Paddington video again. Yeah. Put Paddington on the stage. Make Paddington do a dance. <gasps> make Paddington fight Megan. Ooh, I want to see that. Make Paddington just fight people from all the films. Put him in the Top Gun. Do what that guy does on Twitter, where he puts Paddington <laughs> in summer every day. Do that with Paddington at the start of the BAFTAs. Make Paddington rap. In fact, no, no rapping. Just I'm going to have to find what that guy is on Twitter, because we love that Twitter uh, account. Something Chow. Jay the Chow? Jay the Chow, that's it, yeah. If you want to, we retweet a lot of them. Uh, it's just, he puts Paddington in stuff every day. Uh, yeah, he's recently done an album covers. It's very fun. Very, yeah, very Jay fun. Yeah, Jay the Chow, C-H-O-U. Yes. Love that account. Please follow us. <laughs> we uh, you should I, be at the BAFTAs. We support you. You should. We. I didn't agree with a lot of the results. I thought they were weird. I thought it was weird that All Quiet on the Western Front won Best Film. Um, didn't everything ever at once not win anything as well? I didn't win any of the main ones, no. Which Very I thought sad. was weird. Um, I don't agree with Austin Butler winning Best Actor. It just it seems to, it, it it's a Mike. bit boring of just like a thing of if you play a real person, you've got a better chance. Yeah, no. Because like, I'm Austin so bored of biopics. But yeah, it so seems to be like a formula now that And Austin Butler, I haven't even seen the film. You just don't deserve to win because you're still speaking in that Elvis accent. Mm-hmm. Like a prick. <laughs> what a stupid <laughs> thing to do. Mm. Where's he actually from? The only other person who's going to do that is, uh, is Chris Pratt. He'll still, he'll still talk in his Mario accent after the film. Because it's the same. Well, yeah, cause it's the same, like. Um, yeah, yeah, that was Chris a joke. Chris Pratt will get a BAFTA for Mario. Should should do. This right? I yeah, I I just wanted to talk about the end of the Bassett did the thing. That was it. Yeah. I don't really care about the results anymore. Uh, I, I I didn't like the thing where he like drives there in a Batmobile either, and he like FaceTime Steve Martin at the start. It's a bit just, cringe, isn't it? There's just uh, there's not many jokes landed, and I feel sorry for Richie Grant. I thought he did a good job, and he looked yeah, really he did, he nervous. Did. Bless him. Yeah, and, um, when he got his little CV out and his yeah, hands up off the shaking. It must be a Alison Hammond, job. isn't it? And they said Angela Hammond because of... Yeah. Yeah. Alison Hammond uh, is very, very funny. Uh, I thought the, f- the format was weird where it was like they were co-hosts, but they were very rarely together. Mm, and she was yeah, just doing was like weird. backstage interviews like she was on this morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just just, just get Ricky Gervais in and just let him take the piss out of it all. But yeah, I want everyone to leave Ariana DeBose alone. Yes. I everyone um, should sing the song because it makes me happy every time I sing it. <laughs> I'm incapable of not singing it now. I just, uh, I just want to talk to her. Like, what do you mean by the thing? The funniest thing I've what seen thing about it is a all clip the from what is he called? Chris Hughes on Love Island, oh, where yeah. they're all stood around dead side <laughs> and he goes, 
should I rap like in the mood and they was going no it's <laughs> a very funny tweet Amazing. Um, do you want to talk about Ant-Man and how it has done at the box office regardless of reviews go on it has made at, in America alone 106 million Ooh. which is good Good. Uh, it's the best of the Ant-Man films. Obviously, this is the biggest of the Ant-Man films. Um, and it will probably... It won't top a billion, I don't think, because the word of mouth is nowhere near good enough for it to. Yeah. And, you know, kind of Thor didn't. Black Panther 2 didn't. Um, oh, yeah, it's not... I don't think Doctor it's... Doctor Strange 2 didn't. No, no um, it's not, not even close, really. We'll get onto that. There wasn't much else to say. <clears throat> Speaking of things we don't have much to say about, uh, Emma Corrin from the crown has been cast in deadpool 3 in a mystery role although it's rumored uh to be the villain um Ooh. exciting but hard to get too excited about when you know nothing uh i mean i'm hoping more and more deadpool 3 stuff will start to come out uh there was a picture of hugh jackman training and he's fucking massive again oh, like nice. massive it's mental that his arms are that big it's like he's got two big like they called grapefruits He's got two big yes. grapefruits in his Watermelon? bicep. And then every time he tends Watermelon them, he could make like a bowl of, of grape juice. <laughs> That'd nice. be nice. Very yeah. um, visual, visual. Is that the right word? Visual mm-hmm. analogy? Yeah. yeah. Huge yacked man. That's a funny one. <laughs> that's a good one, isn't it? Really good. That good one. Like. That's, the, that's the sort yeah, of comedy excited, you excited get for that. on this podcast. As we mentioned, Ted Lasso season three is back. When is it out, Katie? March 15th, mate. Are you excited, Katie? Very excited, mate. Who's got the best moustache, Katie? Ted. Nice. Whose team you on in the divorce, Katie? The blonde lady. Who's gone Olivia Wilde? Oh, shit. Don't know what you were going with. I thought you were about in the show. Oh, in the show. No, I took it to real life. To real life. Oh. To real life. Well, Jason. The Jason. You're going, you're going Ted Lasso because of his moustache. Yeah. Yeah. And he did that nice thing where after England lost to... Italy, in the Euro 2020 final, he wore a jumper with uh, Jaden, Marcus and Bakayo on, who were the three players who missed penalties and all got racist racist abuse afterwards, which is horrible. Just just bad. Awful. We love Stop you, Jason Just everyone get off to it. Or just unfollow everyone apart from us. Because um, we're you not racist. You never have time. Yeah. Yeah. Bad place, Twitter. Elon Musk made it worse. He has made it worse. Yep. Don't like it. Don't like it when people are posting spoilers and stuff. I'm just go, every time I open it up now to tweet about the show, I'm worried that I'm going to see who the ghost face is because apparently that's floating around. I am very worried about that. Awful. Stop it. I just want to go and enjoy Scream, you we're, muppets. We're going on negative, negative black hole, Mike. Silly, silly Twitter pricks. Silly Twitter pricks. Are you excited? <laughs> what do you think about mediocre films? Sorry? What do you think about mediocre films? What do you mean a mediocre film? Well, a variety. A recent Variety article suggested that mediocre films are going to save cinema. And they gave three examples that I think were very contradictory of each other. Okay. Their examples were uh, Ticket to Paradise, the rom-com with George Clooney and Julia Roberts, which we uh, reviewed on this very show. Oh, goodness they gracious. also talked about A Man Called Otto, which we've also only reviewed on this bloody show. You don't bloody well say so. And then they talked about 80 for Brady, a film that hasn't come out in uh, England because uh, I don't really know who Tom Brady is. I think he, he plays a sport. One of the American ones. Football. Football and soccer. Not the good one. Not not our football. Their football. Oh. The worst one. That's confusing. I thought Very soccer confusing. was football. 
Well, no, over there, they call it soccer. They call the sport that we call football soccer. Right. But it is football. And then they call their thing football, but it's American football, which is where you throw it. Like, so, hike, 17, 34, 1, hike, and then touchdown and that. So they play football with the hands. Yes. Very confusing. I have nothing more to say on that. Very confusing. That's probably the best That's the best way you could have put it, really. Um, I am aware that we mostly appeal to American listeners at this point. Uh, hopefully you're not into sport either. If you, if are, you are, explain it to me. Uh, yeah, please. make it make sense. Thanks. Make it make sense. So they said that mediocre films are saving cinema because people have turned out for those three films. Um, I would disagree with the word mediocre. I think it's more... It's a bit of a harsh... I know what they mean, but it's a bit of a... Well, yeah, I, I just think it's, mean I think it's mid-budget films are going to save cinema. Because for a while, they just stopped making kind of like Especially 20 to like 50 million cinema. dollar films. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, like you used to have like Seth Rogen comedies, which would cost like 30 million yeah. and would go on and make over 100 million. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the studios went through a stage of only wanting to make films where you'd spend 200 million on it, but you'd get over a billion. Whereas yeah. last year, Paramount did it. Paramount made Scream, um, Smile, Jackass, and something else, all for like 20-ish million. Mm-hmm. And they all went on to make over 100. So you're still making a massive profit. Yeah, yeah. And if you just... It, and they're getting lots of content now as well. Exactly, like, yeah. And you like, rom-coms being back in cinemas, mint. Yeah, we're missing that. that. Like, um, the, the other one with Sandra Bullock and Shannon Tatum as well, with da- Evil Dan oh, Radcliffe. Lost City. Lost City, that was another one. Mid-budget, yeah. good. Enjoyable. And then I thought it. there was loads last year that were like bullet train. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like kind of a fun, action-y adventure comedy. Yeah. But like brutal and violent, but funny. Like that, they don't get made very often. They kind of go straight to streaming now. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. I think mid-budget's about a uh, better and fairer way of putting it. Yeah, because we love going to the cinema. Yeah. I mean, and A Man Called Hot, oh, I, re- I really liked. I don't think that, there's anything mediocre about that. No, I agree. I didn't think it was either. It's just, a, it's just a nice film. I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, going to the cinema and just having a good time. And it not, you're yeah. not thinking like, oh, my God, I hope there's another one. Or, yeah. oh, my God, like, oh, that's going to change cinema forever. Just just a nice, enjoyable film. Yeah. Just like a... 90 minutes. Yeah, we recorded, a, um, we recorded a commentary, a drink-along commentary for The World's End recently. Mm-hmm. Just make more films like that. Fun. Yeah. Fun, like just fun times that will distract you for ninety minutes to two hours, and you can leave the cinema and get back on with your day. And it's just like, oh, that was fun. Yeah, I had a nice time. Um, can you think of any more films from the last kind of year or so that you would you think fit into that? I mean, uh, Barbarian fits in. Mhm. Yeah, a lot of horrors, I suppose, kind of go in there. Yeah, and again, I think horror is a big part of it. That you can make a you can make a horror film and pretty much be guaranteed that if it's successful, it's going to make five times its 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 budget back. Yeah. I mean, the the article title as well is just kind of common sense. I mean, we've we've both said we'd we'd swap mediocre for mid budget, but obviously there's more yeah. content out there. Than yeah, exactly. We're gonna go and watch it. I mean, uh, people are kind of. I feel like with these big blockbusters now, so many of them have been bad recently. Like yeah, people Jurassic don't go World, to them Dominion, and shit. like I mean, people we'll talk re- about Ant Man. Well, I would assume I do find it refreshing when it's yeah random. Plane's probably a mid-budget film. I don't know how much it costs exactly, but yeah. it's not going to be loads, is it? And that yeah. was uh, very entertaining, as we will talk about later. Like, especially like Jurassic World, I expected it to be bad. Yeah. I still went to watch it. Yeah. Well, only because well, we have Limitless. Well, only because we have Limitless, exactly. But then yeah. like, when you get something like The Lost City, it's like... Mm, yeah, when you go right. and you're pleasantly we surprised, well yeah, you're going with low expectations yeah. and it's just fun. Yeah. That's exactly what we did with Plane. Again, uh, we'll get we'll to get that. To it. We'll get to it. Um, do you What's... like Spider-Man? 
Love Spider-Man, Mike. Do you want to see him take on a leading role in the Avengers? I don't, Mike. I don't either, but that's the rumour. So, Kevin Feige confirmed during something, some press for Ant-Man that they were writing Spider-Man 4, which obviously means Tom Holland signed his deal to come back, the deal mm-hmm. that he was always going to sign. Supposedly, the rumour is that it uh, means he will play a leading role in the next two Avengers films as well. Um, no. it, it doesn't make any sense, Spider-Man's character being a leader in the Avengers. It should be... Captain America and uh, Captain Marvel, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Doctor Strange as well. The problem yeah. is now, um, Spider-Man No Way Home is the only film since Endgame that's... Well, it's the most successful film since Endgame. Yeah, so, so he's kind of become the most bankable star. Um, but just yeah. kind of in-universe, it makes absolutely no sense for him to be in a... First of all, none of them remember him. Nope. Like, they remember Spider-Man, but they don't know who's under the mask, so would you trust him? Um, and and he's, a, he's a kid, and he's... He's been proven to be an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Most of his own films, he does something stupid and it's his own fault. I would like to not see him, to be honest, for a few years and then he's just being friendly neighbor to Spider-Man then when he does finally come back. I don't think we'll see him until the next Avengers film. But again, I wouldn't... Yeah, I, I hope not. Yeah. I don't think we should. No, I, I agree. But I, I would... Uh, it is tricky because Tom Holland's obviously a bankable star. He made Uncharted successful, which is but an exactly. achievement in and of Where's itself. Where's the poor sausage have a break? The poor sausage. He's exhausted. <laughs> the poor sausage. Let him enjoy his little mansion life with Zendaya for a bit. Well, uh, Just chill out, man. But he, he's not going to come back for a bit part role, is he now? He kind of has that power. The mm. problem is he, they've just they've done his character in a way where if the next time I see him, he's like, this is what we're going to do. I'd be like, oh, that's that's jarring. That's that's yeah, weird. You don't do that. Where's the adult who, tells, who comes in and helps him? Like, that's, that's always the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so... It might make more fo- more sense if Spider-Man 4 came out before the next Avengers film and it's yeah. been a bit of a time jump and he is like an adult now or a young adult and he's just kind of got his shit together. But I don't think that will be the case. And I, uh, I think a- the MCU is just getting a bit all over the place, isn't it, at the minute? Just yeah. don't know what to do with it. Well, we're actually going to record a drunken debate soon because there's oh, this, this thing going around that um, there's been eight films since Endgame and people are ranking them like in order. Oh, so okay. we'll try and work out the best based on factors and drunkenness. Nice. Okay. Um, because off the top of my head, it is No Way Home. But we're going to take drunkenness and factors into it. Factors like which one has the biggest bum? Okay. Quantum we'll, Mania. We'll cross that when we come to it, Mike. Yep. Uh, we'll probably be out next Wednesday. And yeah, I hope we don't see him taking a lead role in the Avengers, to be honest. I mean, I, don't, I won't mind if it goes there eventually. Again, yeah, I agree. It don't make sense to do that. No, it doesn't at all. But then Anthony Mackie said he isn't sure whether Sam Wilson will because, you know, he doesn't have any superpowers, but that kind of makes me think that's exactly the reason why he should. Yeah. Because he's, like, that brave to be there without powers. So Mm -hmm. you'd kind of look up to him. Yeah. Fuck, he's just a normal bloke. Oh, shit, I'll listen to him. This madman. This madman running into fight Kang with with just a shield and wings. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We got a Hulk over there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. That rounds off the news section and brings us into bub 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 review. <laughs> That's review. our new review theme song. Uh, review. If you want to hear it again, it's bub 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 review. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> no, it's only two two per episode. Okay. Otherwise, uh, otherwise I'm we sad get. That I won't hear it otherwise, again, we right? get fined. Right. By the podcast police. Uh, plane. Do you want to make a plane noise? 
Nice. That was a good playing noise. Um, I don't like it. I'm upset. You didn't like. You're upset. Were you going to do a? Or no. you want to this? Cause it crashes. Nice, nice. I've and not I would had a drink, everyone. I would say spoilers, but it was in the trailer, which is my biggest bone to pick with this film. Uh, do you want to yeah, give us a brief overview? Let's start negative. Do you want to give us a brief overview? Brief overview. Gerard Butler, Scottish, FaceTimes his daughter in the airport. Hello, daughter. My name... <laughs> that was so bad. That was so bad. <laughs> I thought you tried it and just, just, just didn't give it any thought. It'd come out oh natural. Oh my god! But... It sounded like a fly went down your throat. <laughs> Gerard Butler, Scottish. Yeah. Dragon Mike. <laughs> I don't know. I have to do it like Shrek, like donkey, daughter. I'm flying a plane. What? And yeah, come on. Just you stop d- doing that. Yeah, we'll we'll take away the Scottishness. Yeah, sorry, Scotland. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Sorry, people with ears. <laughs> so, Gerard Butler, Scottish, FaceTime his daughter in the airport. Mm-hmm. That immediately pissed me off because he was busy and rushing. Why would you FaceTime? You'd speak on the phone. You would use the phone, yeah. Strange. So, he gets on his flight. He's the pilot. And um, the pilot instructor guy says, oh, no, there's only like five people on the flight. Don't go through the big, massive storm. We'll save energy. <laughs> Jared Butler's like, no, I'm a pilot, that's a bad idea. And he <laughs> says, oh, well, I'm the big money man, you do what I say. Jared Butler says, okay. And they do that, and everything goes to shit. Plane crashes. Missed a key bit of information. I was going to say, I was, I was waiting for you to realise. <laughs> There's a prisoner on the plane, a guy who's been in trouble for homicide. 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 Which is a cooler American way of saying murder. Murder. Homicide. So there's a bit of tension in there because he's very scary. And <gasps> Homicide, motherfucker. Maybe that was one of the Rude Eyes one. We were talking about this the other day. Oh, we were. Did anyone see that video of it was a guy and he was just saying things that had two syllables like... Some fries. Yeah, some fries. Surprise. Uh, and then he'd always say motherfucker at the end. This must be 2014. This is such a tangent. <laughs> and uh, we couldn't think of him. We had... Rude Eyes, because we watched The Hunger Games, spoilers for a film that came out in 2012 and a book that came out earlier. It was Rude Eyes, motherfucker. Surprise. And he was holding McDonald's. And then it was Surprise, and he had a birthday hat on, motherfucker. And then it was Uh, Sunrise. Was Sunrise one, or we made... I think we're making some of these up now. I think Rude Eyes, we made them. What was the one I just had? Um, Surprise. No, what did I... What started this tangent? I've forgotten the one that I came out with. Oh, Mike. Oh, fuck. Homicide, we'll talk Homicide, yeah, he's a detective for one. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, he is. He is, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, someone get in touch on Twitter and tell That us. might be the first one. But anyway, Mike, back to plane. Okay, motherfucker. <laughs> Moved. <laughs> so, yeah, the plane crashes on this remote little island where there's no government, no police, just big, scary, and mafia blokes who shoot everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit goes down. Mean. But great hair. The leader of the baddies. Great hair. Oh, yeah. Very good hair. Love to know what shampoo he's using. I know, yeah. It's like an advert for VL5. Not head and shoulders, no oh, dandruff there. Sh- no dandruff. <laughs> no dandruff locks. at all. Just um, questionable morals. Yeah, personality. Yeah. Less luscious. Um, yeah, so they crash land and then uh, they've got to escape. Got off yeah. the island, basically. Um, this is, a, it's really good. It's a it's a very, very good B movie. I was really surprised, to be honest. Yeah, we kind of, really um, it's one of them that we didn't get round to watching well. at the cinema just because it was on at terrible times. It was like, oh, should we go to the cinema at 10 past 10? No. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, um, we don't want to be leaving the cinema at midnight. Um, but it was, I wish we did see it in the cinema. I it's do as well. It's really good. Um, it got me hooked right at the start, to be I honest. mean, I think what put me off was the fact that it's called Plane, 
and then you watch the trailer and it made it pretty clear that they weren't on the plane for that long. Yeah, 20 um, minutes. Well, I liked it because 20 minutes in. I liked it. It crashed. I just don't know why they didn't do it like barbarian style and do, they get on the plane, then you kind of introduce each character in the trailer briefly. Then you have the criminal get on board, mm-hmm. whose name I can't remember. No, I um, I'm going to call him Luke Cage because he's we Luke kept Cage. calling him Luke yeah. because of um, what's what is that series? Jessica Luke Jones. Cage. Well, yeah, Jessica Jones first, then then he was in Luke Cage's yeah, own I've series. Not seen yeah, that one yet, but... um, and then and then you just have the start of like, oh shit, everything's going wrong, and then the trailer ends. You don't you don't need to show the island, and then you go in to watch it, thinking, oh shit, it's going to be like a cool plane film. Maybe the guy escapes. Maybe there'll be some snakes. Yeah, you, maybe there'll be some snakes. You don't know. And then um, you'd be really surprised when it turns into like a, a hostage thriller. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's just a knowing shame. every trailer bit... was a shame because it would, yeah, you said it would have made the actual film better. Because I really liked the plane crash bit. I liked, I, in fact, I loved the opening. The first act was my favorite. Yeah, it was um, really good. It was really well done. It was really tense, really slow and gradual. Um, the whole film was really good. We yeah, it was. I just wish it hadn't. I wish I'd been more. I, I wasn't tense at any part other than the ending because I kind of knew everything from the trailer. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like you knew you knew everyone was going to be all right and they'd survive, sort of thing. Well, everyone apart from that idiot, he went for his phone. Well, stupid. Yeah, that was stupid. Thing Very to do. stupid. Convenient that it was the, the <laughs> yeah the guard yeah the guard guy yeah. Had to get rid of him some time, and he was stupid. So stupid, do go first. Natural selection. Stupid, do go first. Stupid, do be going first. <laughs> <laughs> do be um, doing that. You know what I liked about this, and this is a weird thing. Hmm. I kind of like seeing how all the plane stuff worked. I liked it when the flight attendant closed the door and it like unfolded. It was like a weird fold up door. Yeah. I liked it when they deflated the slide and they all slid down the slide. That looked really fun. Yeah. What? Talk about Although a fun Mike, bit of a plane crash. I remember very clearly that you're supposed to take your shoes off when you go down the inflatable slide. No one did that, mm, Mike. They would probably be on that though, to be fair. I think they were beyond it, but it's not the point. I also. Um, shoes should That's a nice. That's like, oh, what, what a terrible day. This is a plane crash. Uh, nothing could lift my spirits now. A bungee slide. <laughs> go go, I thought you go were on then. Like, oh, this is the they must think this is the worst fucking day ever. The pilots just told me we're fucked. They don't know where we are, and now I've been uh, kidnapped by like fucking pirates. Well, yeah, that's scary. Was, scary. But they get the slide in the middle, <laughs> so that <laughs> was fun. That was a little bit joy, wasn't it? To so be honest, when I got back to the plane, I'd be well said that the slide. I'd be like, oh, oh no, I left something on there. <laughs> oh no, I have to go oh, back shit. up. Oh <laughs> the stairs down. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was everything you kind of expect from a Gerard Butler film. Now, yeah, um, there was some obviously some parts that were unrealistic. And yeah, there, I mean, I liked a lot of the fight scenes. Uh, the I liked fight the chemistry between uh, Gerard Butler and Luke Cage. Um, I what his name is? Well, I know his real name, the actor's name. What's the is actor's Mike name? Coulter. Mike Coulter. Good job, Mike. Um, but I don't know what his character's name was. Mike and Gerard have a little part in the middle. Nice, yeah. You two did a nice job. <laughs> Um, yeah, I liked that he, um, I, well, I liked that, um, obviously, Jared Butler didn't make him get on the plane, whatever, and he just ran off with that bag full of cash. Cool, I liked that, but then, mm-hmm. what an awful country, like, what's he going to do there? Well, he's going to get on a, a ship. Oh, shit. And then the sequel's going to start. Fucking you know what else I like from the sound of this, and they could prove me wrong, yet I will love it if Jared Butler's character isn't in the sequel, because there is no need for him to be. It makes yep. absolutely no sense for him to be in the sequel. Let him team up with the the, the um, captain of the ship. Let him just keep teaming up the with different captains. Captain I love that. That's mint. That's well funny. It would be cool, actually, for 
the franchise if it's just one character carries on. And I'd love it if it just keeps going on. And by like number six, it's called Bus, and it's him teaming up with a bus driver, a big fat bloke. No, but it's, not, <laughs> it's, just no, like... it's not always Mike slash Luke. It's just we get a, a new person. No, I want ship. it to always be him. Okay. Always on transport and teaming up with a captain who are less and less, <laughs> less and less capable of keeping up with him. And then the final franchise is home, and he just arrives on Gerard's doorstep, like <laughs> I'm back. Missed you. <laughs> just carrying a dead bus driver along with him. This mother, this this fucker was useless. You were a godsend compared to him. Misty Bay. <laughs> this guy had asthma. He couldn't even run. <laughs> um, yeah, really fun. What uh, are you going to rate it, Mike? I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say about it, but I don't think there is. Oh, um, you know who the real villain in the film was? The Baldies. Oh, they were not. Wingers. Wingers. Oh, 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 no. You landed the plane perfectly safely, but now I'm a bit hot. Oh. Oh, oh no. Life's rough, isn't it, man? Oh, there's 17 men with guns running towards us. Hello, hello, we're here. You've saved us. Obviously not. Listen yeah. to you. Listen to the lovely co-captain. Yeah, dick move. Absolutely lovely. Then one was like, wouldn't even help with the putting up the tarp. Awful. Yeah, bad blokes. That's why, That's why the ball. That's why the ball, because they've been sending out so many negative thoughts, it killed the hair follicles. That is how one goes bald. Mm-hmm. Sorry if you bald and didn't do that. You didn't deserve it. Yeah. Maybe it was other people's bad thoughts got into your hair follicles. Because after they're bald, where are their bad thoughts going? Just getting in the air. Shit, man. Worst case scenario, yeah. So if you have gone bald and you think you're a nice bloke, someone in your life is a bad bloke. (laughs) If you know a bald is them, yeah, cut them out. Sing off their eggy bald bad radars. (laughs) Eggy eggy bald radars. (laughs) Maybe it's Moldock, Mike. Could be Moldock. He was bald. He was was as bald as they come. Uh, Are you rating it? uh, A seven. Yeah, I think so. I think fair. surprisingly good, fun, uh, just a good time. Yeah, for Proper, a very, like, very average film. film but it, I'd like, say above average. To give it a seven, it's above average. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Uh, I thought average. it was really well made as well, well directed. Um, I actually thought... going back to what Variety said. This is a nice, uh, well, I assume, mid-budget yeah, film. Yeah, I do. Um, could you Google what it's worth, actually? Um, what is worth Google? There was also, and this is interesting, if anyone else has seen it, I'd love to know if you agree, The I think she was called Bunny, the head like stewardess 90 mil. 90 mil oh wow so it's not mid-budget wow 90 mil quite a lot of that yeah i'm surprised what's it made oh shit am i in the wrong film it's the one called plan oh i put plan forgot <laughs> you put what you just typed in plan budget <laughs> plan film budget plane was 25 million that makes much more sense yeah so mid-budget so Sorry, what was plan, plan film budget plan was a different film like that was had a budget of 90 million how much did plan make <laughs> What was Plan about? Let's 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 uh, let's take a complete tangent and talk about Plan. Tell oh, me, right. Katie, about Plan. Oh God! You've you started this, so you have to finish it. What's Plan? Oh, oh my! Give us some Plan information. Who's in it? What's it about? Shit, man! Is there a livable cast? Is it about a livable queue of ro- a livable? It came crew? out in two thousand and four. Okay, and it would cost ninety million. It's expensive for two thousand and four. Mike, Google's not working. It doesn't know what. <laughs> sorry, what. sorry that Katie's teased us with plan. This deliciously exciting ninety million film. Oh wait, wait, wait! It's a thriller. Oh, perfect. Hindi cinema. It's okay. Two hours twenty nine minutes long. Oh, so it's not up your street straight away. The fact that it's over ninety minutes has really upset you. That has upset me. You are right. right. Um, uh, we'll keep it's got Nick Jones' pocket. wife in it. Oh, okay. Looks good. Nice. Got a 4.4 on IMDb. Ooh. 
So the budget was 90 million, it made 108 million in the box office. Oh, yeah, it's a bit of a flop. So sorry, everyone, for that tangent, but now you know about Plan. Mm-hmm. And if you've watched Plan and you want to watch a film that sounds similar but just missing one letter, <laughs> you can watch that, or you could watch Lane if there's a if there's a Lane film. I'm sure there will be a Lane. Yeah. Uh, anyway, on to Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh no, we're trapped in CGI world. Um, oh, do you want to do Mike? brief overview or should I? Brief overview. Cassie does something dumb with the quantum realm. Michelle Pfeiffer is like. Don't do that. That's a fucking dumb idea. Mm, but also, I won't tell you anything in. about the quantum realm. Yeah, I won't tell you shit about it. Scott Lang. Scott Lang. Nice. There you oh, go. Scott Lang's <laughs> just skipping around town. He's having a nice time. Getting called Spider-Man and stuff. But then Cassie does dumb shit because she thinks she's this mad activist. Loves getting arrested. Oh, Dad, you so shit. You only wrote a book and saved the world. Oh, Good book, not though. I like, I like his book. They all get sucked in the quantum realm. <laughs> For some reason, they all get split up. All yeah, Hank's ants get sucked in as well. And mm-hmm. then we spend about 40 minutes like looking at quantum realm shit. Broccoli men. Broccoli men, Michelle Pfeiffer, Hope, and um, the fucking dad got wandering around. She shagged Bill Murray. <laughs> Who shagged Bill Murray? You can't just say she shagged Bill Murray. <laughs> and then Cassie and Scott. You know, you know, okay, we'll get into shit. Bill Murray. We'll get into Bill Murray. Uh, yeah, so Drink they- the use. Right, okay. This hasn't been your best overview. Uh, This this has been very much out of order. (laughs) Very bad. My brain's on fire, it's Um, too much. Right, I've written down actual things I want to talk about. So why did you ask me to do the overview? You set me up to fail there, Mike. I didn't. I said, do you want to do the overview or should I? And you just dived in with... She shagged Bill Murray. <laughs> did, she, did she not shag Bill Murray? She well, it was implied she shagged Bill Murray, yeah, and it, it was, was implied, implied she did it a lot actually, and it was also implied that she loved it. But she then did again, love it. I imagine Bill Murray probably a good bang. Nah. Oh no, back in his heyday. You could say that about anyone though, Mike. You couldn't. Everyone has the potential to be a good bang in back in the heyday. Would Hitler have been a good bang? I won't answer that, Mike. There you go. No, so you can't say everyone would have been a good bang back in the heyday. You've made yourself look just very silly. into it and just ruin my very point. Very silly. <laughs> very, <laughs> very silly. All right, go on then. Do your overview, Norbert. No, I don't want to do it. We're not doing this two overviews. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute chaos. Uh, <laughs> this film was chaos. Well, I want to start by talking about the returning way. characters and kind of where they were in terms of when we last saw them. Okay. So, Scott, I like. You know, he's, he's, he's happy Scott. now. He's out of jail. He's written a book. People like him. He saved the world. He's chuffed with himself. Why wouldn't you be? You've said nothing that I didn't say. I know, but I'm only talking. I'm not doing an <laughs> overview. <laughs> um, then you've got Hope, who is underused in this film massively. Yeah. She's given. I mean, and again, no one really has an arc of, of these three. Of, of no. But Hope, especially, is just given nothing. It's it's really poor. Go girl, give us nothing. Like. She's barely in it. She doesn't do anything interesting up until the very end. Which is bullshit as well. We'll Yeah. um, Then there's Cassie, who obviously has been recast. It's Catherine Newton now playing the role, who's been given a lot of shit online, which I don't don't think she does anything wrong in it. Yeah, she's fine. I think she's fine. I think she's given some bad dialogue, as are several people in this. As everyone else. Yeah, I I don't think it's her fault fault at all. No, I think... I mean, like... When she runs back to Moldock again, spoilers. There's usually be spoilers throughout. When she runs back, it's just like, don't be a dick, and it's never too late to to not be a dick. It's just like, oh, we don't have to always have a joke. 
I think that's the MCU has forgotten that it doesn't always have to make a joke. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So Hope, Cassie, Scott, and then you've no got Hank um, should should have been killed a couple of films ago for me now. I, just doing nothing. Um, spoiler: He doesn't die in the scene. Yeah, no, no reason. Oh, spoiler: No one does. Um, and Michelle Pfeiffer, who probably has the best arc, if you could yeah. call it an arc, in this. Yep. We, we learn about her, which is nice. Um, what happened uh, when she was trapped in the quantum realm? Yeah, which I liked. I liked her backstory with Kang. Yeah. So the backstory with Kang is Kang she's just appeared him in the quantum realm. His ship. And then she, the ship is like linked to his mind or something weird, and then she mm-hmm. touches his mind and sees that he's not a good bloke. Mm-hmm. So she right. traps him there. And here's something that bothered me because uh, this film does a lot of exposition, like uh, a telling, not showing. So Kang's like, basically, the first 40 minutes when they get into the quantum realm, everyone is just saying, oh, fuck. Oh, the Conqueror, oh, he's terrible. Oh, he's so vile. Oh, he's the worst. Yeah. For, like, for 40 minutes, genuinely, just on and on and on about it. So, and then you see Kang, and it's like, oh, yeah, he's pretty powerful, but he don't really do anything to no. emphasize how powerful he is. Uh, everyone keeps talking about how, how smart these ants are. Oh, they're well smart, the smartest ants ever. And it's like, all right, yeah, they probably are. I mean, you've already made ants pretty smart. So, yeah. And then all of a sudden, the ants have just like built a colony and weapons, and again, just like give us a hint at the start that they were that smart. We just yeah. saw them in a little ant. Um, what's it called? An ant farm. world? An ant farm, that's it. And then, yeah, so another thing is Kang is like, Oh, you're one of the Avengers. Have I killed you? What they should have done is, when she touched the thing, the ship, of all the things she saw, let's see him kill the Avengers. Yep. Let's see him kill one of the Avengers. Just get Chris Hemsworth in for a day, and let's see him absolutely obliterate Thor. So then straight away, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is fucking yeah, bad. Yeah, he's, he's just killed, he killed Thor in that other universe. Like, min, nothing. He's just like, oh, you're the one with the hammer. Have I killed you? I don't know. Have you? Have you killed any of them? Did you Did you guess at a hammer that there was one of them with a hammer? Yeah, um, not good. Uh, I mean, uh, do you want to talk about Mordok? Because he's technically a returning character. Oh. So Darren Cross, the villain from the first film, got shrunk down into the quantum realm. He's been trapped. And there. Kang turned him into Mordok, which stands for Mechanized Organism Designed Only for Killing. They just skip the F out. Yeah. Ant-Man makes a joke about that. I liked that joke because that's something I was thinking. No doubt. I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Um, the design. Where do you sit on the design? I sit on the wall night with Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> Awful. Good joke. Good joke. That's all I could think all the way through the film. Uh, we recently watched Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. No, it does look like, like the Humpty Dumpty. No, it's Humpty Dumpty again. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, the Humpty Dumpty's only in Puss in Boots 1, not the second one. Well, it still had me thinking back to that. And then yeah. me sat. I don't want to be sat in the cinema watching Ant Man <laughs> thinking about Puss in Boots 1 and comparing the Humpty Dumpty I'm seeing. That should never be happening. I think it looked awful. I get that it was obviously like Mike told me it's that's what it looks like in yeah, the comics there's... and whatever, but I, it was just I got used to it. It was jarring when you first saw it, but is this does this ever look scary? I agree. I settled into Why it. Why would a killing machine look like a big egg? <laughs> <laughs> I can't understand it. Also, he's while we're talking about him, he's supposed to be this medicine killing egg that. Fucking Kang the Conqueror, this big scary bloke. Oh, everyone will tell you how scary he is. Ah, scary Kang. 
has multiple opportunities to kill Cassie. It's one instruction to oh, do and awful. doesn't do it. Yeah. Um, awful. Absolutely awful. But I mean, I don't, I don't care if Cassie dies or not. That's we a cast her again. Well. Don't matter. Kill this one off. Bring another one in from the universe. Bring the original one back and everyone's so pissed off about it. <laughs> but Moldat, Doc, whatever his name was, <laughs> you had one job, mate. Yeah. I mean... Terrible. Like, like you said, the design, you do settle into it. I don't understand why they have his face out as much as they do. Yeah, because the, the Why doesn't he keep okay. his mask down more? That like, we, we show us it's Darren, and then, yeah, keep the mask up. Like... It's a thing in Ant-Man films now, and not in Ant-Man films, in just every Avengers film where they just drop the mask at the first opportunity. Obviously because it's a, a big film sound, they want the face in it. It was annoying me as well in the end fight, with linking to the masks, that Hope, Cassie and Ant-Man especially, co- continuously just keep taking the mask yeah, on and off. Yeah. You just wouldn't do that in no, a big you fight. It's just so we can see the faces. We don't want, in case we, don't we need... forget it's Paul Rudd or something. Yeah, we don't need to bizarre. see the face. It is bizarre. Um, but no, on Mordok, I think he was wasted. I, I, don't, I don't. I think you could take him out of that film, and it changes nothing. Like you said, he, he just yeah. he just was rubbish. Get rid of it. Um, it I don't understand nothing. why anyone was scared of him. He should have arrived, and either been a joke from the start, and just kind of been a laughing stock, mm-hmm. or he should have arrived and kind of beaten up Ant Man. And yeah. you're like, oh fuck, this that guy is. If he's the big bad, well. this guy is big, and then. Kang rides and Kang, like, he throws him into a wall or something, doesn't he? Mm. Um, again, like, no, I'll jump, well, we'll save Kang for later. M- Modoc's end arc is, is terrible. Yeah. He's just chasing Cassie, and then Cassie randomly just says, Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. And he's like, Oh, but it, uh, I am a dick. And she's like, You don't have to be a dick. And he's like, Okay, I won't be a dick then. And then he goes and get. Does he get Kang, or he tries to get Kang, and then Kang, like, kills him. And then as he's dying, he says a joke. To be fair, I did think it was really funny. It, well, no, at first he starts saying like, "Oh, Scott, me and you have always been brothers," which is not funny. Yeah. But then he says, "At least I died an Avenger," and that did really make me <laughs> laugh because that's just nonsense. But that's that's that's. A, I say I like that. That's funny. But like, with again, like, he why has he got the biggest arc of the film? When we thought he was dead two films ago. No one yes. cares about Darren anyway. Yeah, and, and again, I don't want sad... him to turn good. Yeah, we have this sad scene where, well, not sad, but like, yeah, yeah. You know, there's the sad music in the background and we all, they all like mourn his death. Like, who gives a fuck about it, him? It feels like a real wasted opportunity with Mordok, just because... Yeah, definitely. Even taking away the design, because I don't think you were ever going to get a design that didn't look ridiculous, because he's a character who's supposed to look ridiculous and ugly. I think you could have maybe scarred Darren's face a bit or something. Mm. I think I think like he looked too clean when the mask came up. I think if he looked like grubby and dirty and his face was a bit battered and banged up, it might have just gelled a bit more or something. Yeah, made him a bit more Again, sinister. It, it also doesn't help that it's like, like a CGI world of the quantum realm and then a CGI character in there. So yeah. it's like CGI on CGI. I feel like that always makes it look worse than yeah. like CGI in front of real world stuff. Um yeah. Do you want to talk about the quantum realm as a whole, the characters and the CGI and the world and everything? Um, I liked um, the, I liked the whole character, the Ooze character. Yeah, I like the Ooze he character nice. a lot as well. Can't remember um, his name. I like the mind reader guy with the glowy pink forehead. Uh, yeah, uh, massively underutilized. Uh, he was underused. William Jackson Harper, I think his name is from uh, loads of things. Midsummer, season two of Love Life, and what's the big one? The one on Netflix, the show that I tried to show you, The Good Place. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, he was underused. Um, I didn't like the um, 
Well, that's unfair, actually. We both said that the female the lead, female of lead the or warrior character is just Valkyrie just, again. Yeah, it just felt like a, a bit of a. Well, another Valkyrie. Again, that we I like. Didn't the, need. the problem is, we watched this film a couple of days ago. We're coming out. We can't really remember the, any of these characters' names. None of them are memorable. Like, if you look at Thor Ragnarok, no. when you get introduced to a new world, I know other films been out for longer and I've seen it more than once, but I remembered Korg straight away from the start. Yeah. Very memorable. I remembered Valkyrie straight away from the start. This one, it just didn't introduce any side characters. But again, that's because it's already carrying five main characters. It just, it I just, just don't think, any, I just, yeah, it just wasn't necessary. Because obviously the, now we're realising life is on the quant, in the quantum realm, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. They've just in, they've just brought far too much in it. We've also whilst also giving us nothing at the same time. I agree because, w- w- like you said, when they land in the quantum realm initially, the five of them, they're split up for some reason. So it's uh, Scott and Cassie. Them all. There should just be nothing left in well, the quantum realm. Yeah, Scott and Cassie and uh, Hank, Janet, and Hope are separated, and then we spend like forty minutes with them just meeting various characters. So mm-hmm. just and we just keep learning the same thing of oh Janet's got a secret which is obviously Kang and oh w- the ruler's really bad. Um, CGI yeah. wise, I thought certain bits looked really good and certain bits looked really bad. Some background shots are horrific, like yeah. the background looking at it, it's really bad. And then I saw something on Twitter which was like MCU films used to look so good and it was just a gift from Ant Man one. It was like the first time he shrunk himself down and he's like on a vinyl player that's spinning around and he's trying to cling to it. Oh, yeah. And it's just like faultless. And yeah. just to see that and then compare it to this, which is years later and probably more money. And it yeah, just, it's yeah, weird. It's just um, weird. I really wanted to go into this and it give it give me th- something. Cause I did. Because new Kang was in it as well. Yeah, which again, uh, I would have left him out the trailer, I think, having seen the film. Yeah, definitely. You don't, you don't see him for about an hour. And I think if you left him out the trailer, then... I just you, they shouldn't have shown any of the end fight in the trailer for no. me they shouldn't have shown any of that fist fight no. um, but then if you get rid of Kang and they talk about this big villain and then MODOK arrives you're like oh okay it's cool it's MODOK mm-hmm. big villain right fair you know and then yeah, Kang arrives like, oh scary. shit no it's Kang Mint Kang's in yeah. this what a start um, I just I just think revealing it in the trailer and then giving like it's such a not Marvel just don't do that either give away like key things from the final I think they're just desperate, aren't they? I think but this was a thing worse. of, oh shit, people are losing interest now. Let's tell them Kang's in it. Let's shove Kang in these trailers. And it, yeah, I think it backfired on the whole because you go and expecting something else. Um, back to the Quantum Realm things I did like. There was a great joke where the buildings are walking and <laughs> Scott Lang says to the Ooze man, oh shit, you, like, he says, oh, your buildings are alive. And the Ooze man looks at him like Ghostmats and goes, oh, yours are dead. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah, great great funny. joke. Um... I, what do you think of Bill Murray? Oh, we have to talk about this scene. Oh, so this scene in general. So Janet's like, "Oh, I have a friend that can sort us out." Mm-hmm. But still, is she still not told Hope or Ka- um, Kang or Hank anything? They both know mm-hmm. something very fucking wrong is afoot. Oh yeah, but they just have to blindly follow up because she won't say anything. Dick move. <laughs> it is a dick move. So then she goes and finds Bill Murray, mm-hmm. whilst they're at like a f- it seems like a free bar where. There's, There's no currency and people just work and they eat the mm-hmm. live squids. Yeah, it's just a, we- a weird environment. For won't, won't think too much into that, you know. Fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then her Bill Murray arrives and he's like, obviously top dog there. Yeah, the, they make a lot of just sex jokes. Lots of sex jokes mm-hmm. that aren't that aren't funny. Nope, not one of them lands. 
No, not necessary. And then um, turns out Bill Murray's pretty pissed off that Janet abandoned him in the quantum realm world. Yeah, and he and betrays them. Sorry, coming a mile off. Yeah. An absolute mile off. I um, don't. I. The whole scene was absolutely pointless. Yep. You don't. Why you don't would, even see Bill Murray die in the end. Go and be like, oh, my friend, my friend will help us out. Knowing full well that she abandoned them there. Yes. Just the whole. It was just absolute bullshit. I hated it. I I agree. I agree with a lot of things you've said. Like it was unfair as well because like Bill Murray, like, oh Bill Murray, cool. Yeah. It's just like again they sh- shoved Kang in the trailer, mm-hmm. and now it's like, oh my god, Bill Murray's in it. Yeah. But you, they didn't do what they wanted to do with that. They wouldn't no. have putting Bill Murray in the trailer, and then people would be like, oh, that's interesting. Well, Bill Murray was in the trailer briefly. Just, was it? Yeah. Um, I agree. I agree with especially what you said about there seems to be no kind of currency in the quantum realm because weird. everyone just hands them drinks for free and stuff. And so then it's like, why are people working for Kang? Because he has this huge army of people in suits who I assume are just residents of the quantum realm because they're all fucking rubbish, his guards. The amount of times his guards are walking... Well, we'll come back to the, one guards. Of the characters. Let's Bill Murray. Yeah, well, on the quantum realm thing, what what is anyone being paid? Like, how does this civilization work? Mm-hmm. Don't get it straight away. Um, yeah, because I'd be pretty mad if I was behind the bar. And then the Bill Murray scene, like, it, again, it's just this thing of they get split up into two groups and the editing becomes really weird, cutting back and forth between them. Mm-hmm. And each, they just learn the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the th- point was, oh, let's really show everyone how cool the quantum realm is. Because neither of them are cool. Ant-Man and Cassie just outside yeah, in like a, a large zone. space with those buildings wandering around. Yeah. And then they're like in a bar that's meant to look like the Star Wars cantina, I think. But again, that scene especially, I thought, fuck me, the CGI in the background of these shots is awful. Just make it an indoor bar. And then you yeah. can actually build a set. Like, yeah. just weird. Um, we didn't even see Bill Murray die, which would have been satisfying. He gets kind of grabbed by the big squid thing, but it doesn't mm-hmm. actually eat him. Um, it was just weird. It gave us nothing. Weird, dull. I, I must admit, I liked how quick, like in terms of structure, we're in the quantum realm. Maybe eight minutes in. Yeah. And then it was maybe forty minutes of all right. Just get to Kang now. Dragging your feet. Just come it was on. A waste, a waste of. There's one bit where, like, you think uh, Ant Man and Cassie have been captured, and then like they they put Ant Man down on his knees. Like, oh shit, they're gonna like beat him up, or kill him, or something. And then it, Cassie's just appears, and she's got like all the red stuff around her mouth. And she's like. Dad, drink the ooze, and then it just cuts it was to really the other storyline. You're like, "What the fuck was that?" And then it comes back to that, and then he drinks the ooze, and the ooze makes you understand. But it's just like it—it it was boring. That start of the second act was boring. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, I mean, we can keep going back and we forth. We can, yeah. Should we get onto Kang? Random holes in it, yeah. Just a lot of it was just really unnecessary, yeah. Especially in these parts, but yeah, let's move on to Kang. Uh, Jonathan Majors, so good sensational like a tortured villain you can kind of see that he doesn't want to do it i think at the start when he, when he's trying to escape he genuinely wants to help janet i think he kind of appreciates that he's got a friend because yeah, he's never had one before yeah. um i like it, how kind of evil he is like when he when he want needs ant-man to get his ship battery thing back yeah and he's basically like i'll kill cassie i don't care i'll kill her yeah. Um, but then it's after that when Ant Man gets it and he steals it. Mm-hmm. That's when I don't think the film st- the film starts to fall apart a bit because obviously Ant Man's rescued the battery and Kang takes it off him. Mm-hmm. And Ant Man's like, "Where's Cassie? We had a deal." 
And he just knocks Ant-Man out and takes Janet back to his ship. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Cassie's just like with random guards. Like, would he not have just said, right, okay, I'll kill Cassie now. Get out of the way. Yeah. Why would he? Why is he keeping her alive at all? Well, you you touched on the guards there, Mike. So let, let's talk. Going to go into the, the guards and then the go back guards. to Kang. Yeah. Uh, the, the, These guards. They make stormtroopers look mint. Absolutely <laughs> useless. They do absolutely nothing. You could blow behind one of them oh, and yeah. it would knock them out. It's it's just and lazy to say this writing. It's supposed to be Kang's army. Yeah. It's when just he's lazy supposed to be writing. This mad scary guy. There's no way. No. Your army would be that shit. Every time someone is captured and they are alone with guards they overpower them within 30 seconds like it's it's just yeah the, the last time it happened i was close to giggling because it was like fuck me just do something else just don't have them captured or yeah and again i think like the film really struggles when it introduces kang and it brings all the characters together because it doesn't know what to do because it's trying to walk this fine line of kang's fucking well scary and, you know, he's a big enough threat to take on all the Avengers. Mm-hmm. But then also, but, but Ant-Man has a chance. And it just falls off spectacularly. Well, you're exactly right. You, you can't have both. You can't. He, he, had to kill, he had to kill Ant-Man, I think. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, I don't want, I didn't want Ant-Man to die, but it, yeah. So, yeah. So to, Go back to, to Kang. To finish talking about Kang, we kind of have to sp- cut ahead to the end. So, uh, Hank Pym's ant's super smart. And they've developed just mad technology and guns and stuff. Uh, Cassie like gets all the quantum mania, not quantum mania, quantum realm people, rebels to like fight up. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a big war going on. Ant Man's massive, which is really cool. I really liked that scene when he's huge. And he's like yeah. stomping through the citadel. Uh, I also noticed that they called it a citadel, and it's obviously written by Rick and Jeff Loveness, who has written several episodes of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Uh, which oh, yeah, I didn't pick up. Yeah. On that. yeah. Um, I've so I liked that, and then. Kang's like ready to fight and then the ants just like batter him and it's like no don't yeah. have him taken out by ants yeah. that's that, it just undoes you've made him look really cool you've made him look really threatening and then there's just there is, big ants there is got no him. scenario where Kang should have lost in this film no I mean like Ant Man's kind of one of the worst well. Avengers I know I know but um they kept making the comment of they don't know how time works in the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe when they're in there, this is going to be well in the past before Kang's like a well-established conqueror and yeah. that's how they'll win. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. So that's that's where I was going with it. But the film kept telling us and telling us, oh, Kang the Conqueror, he's so scary. He's yeah. done all this horrible stuff. So I thought, well, they're obviously not going to do that. Mm. So it didn't make sense to make him this terrible villainous villain. No. No, it didn't. I agree with for you. For the ants to trample over him. Uh, he, he absolutely had to ki- kill Ant-Man or, some, or someone of... Had to kill someone or just do something. Just and like, not be trodden down by ants. Just destroy the quantum realm. Like, just literally wipe out that ecosystem. Yeah. Destroy that's what, that universe. Because that's what he was doing when yeah. the Shell 5 Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what he does. He destroys them. He I get why he hadn't destroyed this because he couldn't escaped. leave. <laughs> yeah, but he could have potentially <laughs> escaped with them and then yes. just then left it destroyed or something yeah. if they really didn't want to kill Ant-Man yeah. off. But they just, they built up this really, Jonathan Majors is mint in it. Mm-hmm. Even this, this tone of voice is scary. It's and really scary. Like, yeah. It made me think back to when he was first introduced in Loki. His costume's mint. In Loki, it was really different because he would then, he hadn't, the timeline was, TVA was working to keep the timeline right, to stop mm-hmm. the multiverse, because he knew all his selves would break it and cause chaos. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of like confident in the thing of, look, if you kill me, it gets worse. 
Yeah. I'm bad, but they're worse. Like, and that was scary. And I really like that introduction. And this one kind of one up to it. It's like, oh, fuck, this one's been exiled by the rest of them. This mm-hmm. one's like, the worst Kang. This is the baddest Kang. This is the Kang that's going to fight the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And then he dies. And that isn't the, um, the Kang who's going to fight the Avengers. So yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp together in a fist fight with some big ants killed Kang, the worst, the worst Kang, the, the, the scariest Kang. Yeah, the it's Kang just not of right, Kangs. is it? No. It's just not thought out um, at all. We'll talk about the ending because I learned this the other day. So uh, it looks like Ant-Man and the Wasp have made a heroic sacrifice and they have sa- stayed in the quantum realm because um, it was the only way of killing Kang and they're trapped there forever. Yeah. Portals closed, trapped. And so they were. there were reshoots in January to change that ending because originally oh. that was the ending. <gasps> and I think it was going to end with them trapped in the quantum realm because a little boy, whose name I don't know, who was an actor, said that he was cut out and he was going to be Hope's son. And all their scenes were shot on a... Bl- he put behind the scenes photos and they were all on a blue screen, which would imply quantum realm. Right. And Hope had long hair, she had a wig on. Oh. So it would be like they've been trapped there for years. And they've started a family. Oh, so it's Scott and Hope's baby. Mm-hmm. I'd assume so. Uh-huh. Again, we'll never know. Uh, yeah, so they changed that in reshoots a month ago. Why? Don't know. Why? Much better ending. Basically what happens is this device that Cassie used to map out the quantum realm, she just opens a portal with it and they just wander back through. Unbelievable. Uh, it's such an anticlimactic ending because you're like, oh, fuck, well, Kang died. That's un- that's underwhelming. But they're trapped. At least that's something. Like At least they made a sacrifice. Yeah. Oh, no. The portal's there. That's... Oh, okay. That was that's lucky for them. Well yeah. done, Cassie. That was that was lucky. Um Yeah, such a shame. I enjoyed this in the cinema and then the more I, I've I come can't... out and thought about it, it's really falling apart for me. Yeah, that's for me as well. I'm I'm gonna watch it a second time because I've yeah. watched them all a second time, so I like to see. Um I I can't decide I mean it's better than Thorlum and Thunder. It was all right. It was, yeah, all, it was okay. It um, was just, it, well, it's the ending, isn't it? They can't be doing that with Kang. You've got to, uh, yeah, you, you can't do it with Kang, and then you've got to leave audiences on a high note, and then it kind of like cuts back to the same as the start, where Ant-Man's like wandering through town, happy-go-lucky, and then he's like, oh, no, but, you know, what if Kang was right, and what if something terrible is coming, and what if by killing him, you know, I started that? And he's like, oh, never mind. And it's just like, oh, yeah. Right, that's that's it then. That's it. And then obviously post credit yeah, scenes we'll talk again, about. There's but just no scenario where Kang should have lost. No, there isn't massive. at all. If he's going to be the next Thanos, think of Thanos' introduction Thanos. at the start of Infinity War. He kills Loki. He leaves Thor to die in an explosion, yeah. and he kicks the shit out of the Hulk. Oh, and he mm-hmm. and he kills Heimdall. So that's mm-hmm. like, and that's in a ten minute scene. It, yeah. You could not have a better. Inter- and he like batters the Hulk. That fight between him and the Hulk is mint. Yeah. You just, there will never be a better villain introduction than that, I don't think. No. Because in, in the space of 10 minutes, go, oh shit, you can beat the full Avengers. Because he does that with one Infinity Stone. He didn't even use it in his fight against the Hulk. I think they're too afraid, aren't they, to kill characters off? 100%. 100%. Um, here's another thing I want to talk about as well. So Which, to be fair, I, I'm glad. I hate it when they kill a character off and then they, ma- they ma- find a way to magically bring them back. So yeah, I hate I would that rather well, they yeah. just didn't die originally. Yeah, in that respect. But just kill him off and kill him and keep him dead. Yeah, basically, um, yeah. Another thing I want to talk about is... Even if he killed Hope, that would have been sad, but she's not a main Avenger, so it would have been, like... Another mean. thing I want to talk about... Right. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I say it, you jump in. <laughs> no, I don't think you can kill Hope. I think Hope needs more. You can't kill Hope off if the, her role in the film is that as well. Yeah. If she'd had a good arc... 
and died heroically, yeah. Mm, yeah. But just because she was given, if you gave her that little to do in the film and then killed her, you, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, you know what I mean. Though. No, I do, I do. Um, fucking, I forgot. What, oh yeah, they don't know what to do with the blip world, the world after the blip. Yeah, Cassie's been arrested for pro for um, she shrunk a police car in a peaceful pro- during a peaceful protest with the homeless people who just lost the housing after the blip. Mm-hmm. But it's been like years since the blip now, and like who's who's fixing these problems? It's a bit depressing to just every time we have a film, it's like, oh, here's another problem the blip caused. Now onto the adventure. <laughs> it's like what? I know, yeah. What? Like, it's been years that we had like so many because films and TV done shows some, like, since. Random throwaway line where the Avengers raised all some generic money yeah, for charity and like, sorted out all the generic problems, and yeah, then we it's can bizarre. forget about post world. Because or if you want to do post blip world, actually write it in properly to all the films. Yes, and explore it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know they tried to do it in Captain America, not Captain America, um, the Winter Falcon, the Winter Soldier, um, and then at the end, like Captain America did that big speech, like you know, I don't know exactly how we fix it, but we have to try. Clearly, no one else knows how to fix it either, and clearly they're not trying that hard. Yeah. Um, so I think that's just a do better, man. Yeah, just like they need to do something with the blip that kind of tie a bow around it now because like i'm ready to move on i don't want to keep thinking back to the blip yeah um and also i had one more thing to say what did you have to say what did you have to say you just told me off for saying things mate (laughs) i would never tell you off um katie what did you think of whilst i kill time to try and think about what i was gonna say, which I've forgotten about. You want me to rate it? Should I rate Ant Man? No, we still did post credits yet. Um, go on. Well, what do you think of the first post credits? You have to tell me what it was. The like Council of Kangs had assembled all the Kangs because they realised that Earth six one six, which is our Earth, is going to be a problem. Interesting. I liked it, and. Uh, that, Maybe then you can justify it of like, well, you know, Ant-Man nearly died killing one Kang. There's thousands or whatever, or hundreds. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how it's going to work as a film of just that the hundred Kangs arriving. It's going to be interesting with kind of the fact that the CGI has been shaky anyway. Although it did look really good in that scene. Yeah, it did look good. Every, every uh, Kang was like, mint. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I do, I do want to know what's happening. Like, is that first Kang dead? Like, genuinely dead? I just feel like he can't be. I do, because I th- kind of think he's the version of Kang I want to see. Mm. Um, and then second post-credits, very cool, uh, a Loki season two tease. Uh, which yeah. is Loki and... He was called Mobius, was he? He was like Mobius, but without one of the letters. Uh, Owen Wilson. Well, I, know, I know you meant Owen Wilson, but I don't remember him having a Mobius S name. I think he was called Mobius. Agent Mobius. Mo. Mondius? Mobius. Um we'll find out soon. So they've gone like back in time to yeah, a this universe. Was a good tease. And it's a Kangvarian who has just said that he's basically like trying to he thinks he can bend time or something. Um yeah. really liked that one. Really excited for Loki season two. I think Loki introduced Kang really well, so I'm hoping it manages to fix him as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah Mobius. Was it Mobius? Yeah, I thought it was. Maybe it's pronounced differently or something, because it doesn't sound right when I'm saying it. Um, yeah, wow, I'm really surprised. Yeah, this looked really good. Because obviously, the, the whole Kang's um, 
can't spoil on like storyline makes sense to fit in with the TVA with it being about yeah. the multiverse and yeah. timelines and yeah exactly blah, 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 yeah blah, blah. so yeah that was a that was a really good post credit scene it was but it was weird that um we we don't have a release date for Loki season two yet it's hard mm. to tease it because it well I know everything's going through a massive pushback obviously the Marvels have pushed back we should probably should have talked about that in news but we forgot that's out in November now also as a poster it's cool it's just a cool poster we'll play about it next week because I forgot um. <laughs> Do you remember your point yet? Yeah. So it was the, the back with the Loki thing. Was my point. Oh. Um, so Secret Invasion is supposed to be the next show because Secret Invasion has to happen before the Marvels comes out. But you'd think Loki must be soon for them to have teased it. Have they filmed it? Yeah. Um, and do you think Loki will then play a key role in Kang Dynasty? I think he will. Yeah, well, probably, yeah. He was there when, like, it all started. He's the one who knows. Yeah, he knows the most about this, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, probably. Um, I'd like to see that. Yeah, I would, and I kind of hope that's the the link between it, really. Um, Don't kill him again, though. Yeah, no, just let him have his day now. Yeah. He's fully good now as well. Yeah, he's a good bloke. We like him. Loves himself, really uh, narcissistic. Literally. Yeah, literally. Basically just having a wank. Any final thoughts before we review... Any nah. any other jokes you want to mention? Mention any bad jokes? I think we've said enough. Yeah. Um, rating. I originally, when we came out of the cinema, said six point five. I think I said the same. I probably probably take it down to a six. I'm going to give it a generous six. I don't. A generous think six, it maybe is a five point five. To be honest, I've been intrigued to know what I give Thor: and Thunder. Did we do a? Did we? Yeah, I we think we probably. I was thinking that as well. I wonder what I gave that. Because it's better than that, definitely. I don't... I mean, yes, it's better than it, but not leaps and bounds better than it. No, not leaps and bounds better, but definitely better. Yeah. Um, I think I probably gave Love and Thunder a six. It's worse than Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. It, just a shame. It was just yeah, a missed opportunity. It is like, a missed opportunity. all kind of are recently. Oh, they really missed the kind of criminal side characters, his friends, Michael uh, Pena. Yeah, they were massive. Is he called Louise? Nice. Yeah, and yeah. the other two. Like, just because they're just the funny. They're, and I get that you can't fit them into a, a story this big because there's already too much in it. But then maybe this just wasn't right for Ant Man. Mm. Uh, I, I like that they gave him, like, oh, what if we did an Avengers film and it was just Ant Man? But it didn't feel like an Avengers film. It just all felt a bit weird. Tonally, it was weird. Um, yeah. Interesting yeah. to see because the writer of this, Jeff Loveness, as I said, is writing the Kang Dynasty as well. So Marvel trust him. Um, be interesting. It will be, be very interesting. Um, oh, it's time for hot seat. Are you enjoying our hot seat segment? Loving it, Mike. Are you excited to see what comes out on top at the end of year award ceremony? Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to start with trailers? Yes. Do any of the trailers we watched this week, Creed 3, uh, Ted Lasso, John Wick 4, or Air, be We Have a Ghost for You as a worst trailer? No. Mine is Fast X, the little teaser where they're all getting in and out of cars. I don't think anything beats that either. Uh, your best trailer is still uh, Bo is Afraid. Anything, anything top it? We're going to say goodbye to Bo. Really? Ooh. I'm really excited for Air, Mike. Nice. Okay, I like that. I like that really, a lot. really, really excited. For I it. like that a lot, especially because you just threw it to me out of nowhere. Yeah. Never heard anything about it. No, I. The Basinator's in it. Or the Jasonator. 
Betanator. Betanator, that was it. <laughs> I like Jasonator as well, though, but Betanator is better. I've called Jason Sudeikis to Jasonator at one point, but you don't think you heard me. Oh, no, I would have liked that, yeah, yeah. sorry. I just thought you thought it was a bad joke, so I won't say that again. No, you should have... Re- oh, I've played on yourself. Thank you, babe. I actually literally said to you today that was a good joke. Thank you. I appreciate um, it. I need a lot of validation, though. Oh, I know. But yeah, I'm going to give it my most excited. I like that. Uh, and I would get behind it, but I'm going to stick with the flash because it surprised me a lot. Yeah, yeah. This could be a big one. Biggest disappointment. We both have Megan. Anything top tip for you? Do I put Ant-Man in there? I'm doing it. Yeah, Megan's out of the day. We're both going for Ant-Man? Yeah. Sorry, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. I'm sorry. You were just built up too high. And the, It was built up too high. Uh, the trailers promised too much. Oh, we didn't really talk about the end fist fight. Mint. Yeah, really that was mint, good. And then let down by a nonsense ending. Sorry, just took me a second to spell quantum mania because it's a nonsense word. <laughs> Most <laughs> pleasant surprise. You have, uh, oh no, I have extraordinary. You have knock at the cabin. Has plane maybe topped that? What? Fuck it, yeah. Plane Plane's in for it. you as well. I was expecting plane to be like a four out of ten film. Yeah. Fair. Nearly got double that from me. I'm going to stick with extraordinary just for now because. Yeah, that surprised me more. Worst sequel tease is still Megan. The Ant-Man is better. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, if there'd been a tease for Ship, that might have made it. But yeah, I was sad to not see a teaser. Strangest moment. Uh, mine's Silly Billy. Yours is Megan singing Titanium. Just drink the used top it for me. Drink the used was quite odd. It was just the way it was cut as well. It... Yeah. I actually remember turning to you in the cinema and being like... Yeah. Because it felt like they cut I, away I by accident. The, I pulled the face there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, no, the Silly Billy one still has to yeah, be it for me. The Silly um, Billy one was so I, funny. I don't want to knock Megan fully out. Oh, true. Well, don't worry, because what's performance? Oh, the boss from Megan. What you, you know it's in here every week. <laughs> you can't act surprised every week like you didn't vote as well. Has anything um, beat the boss from, <laughs> from Megan? <laughs> It's such a bad performance. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> the honest trailer ripped him as well. Did it? It said everyone who worked in the office, it's like they've never acted before, like they were found on the street or something. Oh, yeah, we'll keep it. And we got there before honest trailer, so. Thanks, honest trailer. Yours honest trailer. <laughs> Mike. What? What have they ever done for us? Why do you keep, why do you keep pretending offence at these things? I like to offensive. pretend that I'm a good person. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Uh, keyword pretend best performance I still have James Norton from Happy Valley you still have Sarah Lancashire from Happy Valley anything for you any change no you stay there Sarah chick our worst film so far we both have Megan M3 gun I'm keeping Megan there yeah I am yeah I'd rather watch Ant-Man and the Wasp again than M3 gun yep Uh, which an unrated cut drops onto streaming soon I'm thinking maybe a commentary drink along commentary buzzing yeah yeah. Okay, good. Get excited about that, audience. And finally, the big one, the golden hot seat. Oh. Best film. Does anything topped Puss in Boots, The Last Wish for you? No. That was Puss in Boots, by the way. I feel like I said it weird. No, no. Okay, yeah. Um. Well, there we are. Another week, another waffle, another bloody good time. We've had a bloody good time, Mike. Um, so, these normally go out on Tuesdays. This one came out on Wednesday because we've been on holiday because we bloody deserve it. We deserve it. We're saying bloody a lot now as well because we're English and so stuff English. and we're cool. 
Um, our drink along commentaries go up every Thursday. This Thursday's will be the world's end capping off our Cornetto trilogy of, yep. of podcasts. And uh, as I said, we'll be doing a drunken debate soon about the best film of post Endgame world. So far, thank you very much for listening. Please, you know, listen, review. Get in touch on Twitter. On Twitter yeah. films out. We've offered out like DVDs and shit on Twitter. No one seems to fucking want them. Have a DVD, you bastards. Tweet us. You just made me smile. Yeah. Uh, if you're nice, we'll sign it. And we'll write, have a DVD, you bastard, on it. That's a fun line. Uh, bloody. And bloody, yeah. Have a and bloody um, DVD, you we'll include bastard. a picture of the boss from Megan. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening and see you next time see you next time goodbye